You're tuned in to The Keitra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keitra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me again for another fantastic, wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business. I am your host, Keitra, and I am speaking today with Miss Tracy J, who is the founder and CEO of Games at Change and also the inventor of the wonderful game, I'm Glad You Asked. Again, that's called I'm Glad You Asked. She's going to be talking to us today about her inventions, her creative style and method. And uh, just giving us some words of encouragement for aspiring entrepreneurs and those of us who kind of need that extra kick in the behind. So let's give her a moment to introduce herself and then we'll go from there. So Tracy J, thanks so much for joining us. I'm so glad that you've taken some time to speak with me today. How's everything going for you this week? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Okay, great. I love that. All right. That's perfect. No, this week is off to a really great start. I mean, it's Wednesday already, I think, and I can't even keep track. Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday, actually, but I love that. Yeah, that'll work, too. Oh, my goodness. See, I didn't even know. It's Thursday. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Hey, don't feel bad. I get mixed up on my days, too, and I tell you what, sometimes when we've had those weeks that are extra busy, the closer it gets to Friday, the happier we get, so it's good to go. No worries there. How's everything going, though? Everything is good. Everything is good. I had a, a really great meeting this morning with some unexpected joy. So it's, it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. Perfect, perfect. Tracy J. And I want you to, now see, I could just kind of take over right here and give people the introduction because I know you and I met at Houston Tech Talks and that was a wonderful experience because even, I'll get into that story later, but um yeah, even then I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, this she's definitely on to something with, with I'm glad you asked. But go ahead and give us a brief introduction, your background, expertise, and, and company overview. And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll get into talking about games that change and some of your inventions from there. Okay. So I am a Houston native and have only ever lived in Houston, okay. uh, which is sort of rare around here. Yeah. And I have a business degree. My bachelor's degree is in business, and my master's degree is in strategic communication and leadership. Before this particular venture, I have been a sort of serial entrepreneur and have tried many different things. But professionally, before that, I worked in the nonprofit sector mostly, and then I stuck my toes in education and realized even though I want to be an educator, and I think that I am, particularly through my entrepreneurship, I'm, I'm an educator in that way, but I did not want to be in the classroom with small children. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> I totally, I, I get it, I understand. I get it, and I, I'm not going to ask any questions, but I just to let you know, I get it, and I totally understand. Perfect. <laughs> so, so that's where we are. All right, sounds good, sounds good, Tracy. Okay, so tell us more about Games of Change. So, so what inspired you to create this company, because I know a big bulk of what you practice, what you preach, so to speak, it revolves around products that unite people and bring people together. So let's talk a little bit about that. 
mentorship and some of the things you're involved in a little bit later down in the interview, but tell us about your latest book. Yeah, so the latest book is old. <laughs> that's okay. It's still informative and a resource for those of us who need it, so, so that's, that is fine. We want to get yeah, as so, uh, much information as possible. So I, um, I wrote a novel. It's called The Puzzle. It was written under another name. Okay. Chris J. Scott. So many moons ago. And it is uh, in the romantic fiction genre. And then I have a published book of poetry called Freedom First, which is uh, now, I think, in its 10th year. Oh, wow. Uh, Congratulations on that. It was the, thank you. I think it's the first thing that I wrote and published under my name, Tracy J, which is a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have those. All right? <laughs> right. And now I write... The things I write now are mostly um, informational things. I write on a blog occasionally and share my work on my website or on Facebook. Yeah, well, it, it definitely sounds like you are a all-around creative, which means that, to me, you're not limited to one source of, of work or one particular industry, which is always a good thing. So that's the reason why I said, okay, let me at least, let's get the titles of those books out so we can at least kind of Google them. And, and for those of us who are interested can go ahead and get those if, if we so choose. But yeah, I know as a creative, yeah, the works are not limited. So that part I do know. And I wanted to yeah. talk a bit about the first game, well, the game, the product that you're currently pushing, which is, I'm glad you asked. And to kind of give the listeners a quick overview, one of the reasons why I was so interested in having you come on the show is because we were at the Houston Tech Talks earlier this you know, in the last couple, what, a month or two, like last month or whatever. Uh -huh. And so you get up and you give this pitch about, I'm glad you asked. So, of course, when you're waiting for somebody to kind of deliver the, the headshot, the main point, and you got up there, you were like, hey, what is your favorite sauce? Do you like spicy sauce or hot or whatever it was? Uh -huh. Basically, what happened was there was this crazy interaction in, in a room full of people that had not said a word to each other as we're going through the next part of the seminar that the guys were given or the, the talk that they were having. You know, they're like, hey, when you're in the audience and you're waiting for people to kind of get through the, the seminar, right, or the talk. You go from one step, second step, and then they invite a couple of entrepreneurs to come up and give their, their pitch or their spin, and you get up and you say, okay, hey, this is the game that I created. And I'm thinking, okay, she's going to go into a quick script of 
what the game is, why it's important, why you want to pitch it to people and get people interested. But you had a different approach. You got up and you actually put it out there. I think you, what was the question that you asked that kind of got people talking? Cause that was, to me, it was like, what is this? Cause it worked. It was crazy. So the question was a, a, a this or that question. And it was this or that light seasoning or heavy seasoning. Yeah. And guys, I'm telling you, you asked one question. Okay. Now keep in mind, this is in a, a setting to where people that don't really, that don't know each other, they're just kind of sitting by, side by side. And you give this pitch in regards to your product saying, you know, hey, do you guys prefer, ask the person next to you or something like that. I think you mentioned something like that. It was along the lines of, do you prefer light seasoning or heavy seasoning? And then the response was people started to, oh, you know, I like light or I like heavy. And then the thing that happened after that was phenomenal because people like, oh, well, why do you like, I can't stand heavy seasoning. I like my seasoning light. But at the end of the day, it kind of just, it just highlighted what your game was about. I'm glad you asked, which was the whole purpose was to encourage conversation and actual human interaction. But the part that got me is when you asked that question, you were like, hey, do you prefer heavy or light seasoning? And then as soon as the people started engaging with each other and talking about what they preferred, you just walked off the stage. <laughs> you were like, I'm done. <laughs> you know, you were like case closed. It was so perfect because you didn't have anything else to prove. The product just kind of spoke for itself because you had proven the point with the interaction of the crowd. And then you took your seat. So at that point, <laughs> I was like, I knew I said, OK, we have to have her on SOB so that she can explain herself and let us know what happened. Yeah, but that was so inspiring to me just to see that because that was uh, obviously had an impact on the people that were there. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, I'm glad you asked. And how did you come to develop such a, I guess, I don't know what the specific word for it would be, but this is a product that promotes communication and builds community. So why was creating a game like this important to you? So I don't know how many rooms I have walked into where everybody is on their phone. Yeah. And and I mean, I love technology. I spent a lot of time on my phone too, and on my computer. And I grew up in the '80s, so technology came along as I came along. You know, yeah. so I, I have an appreciation for technology. But I also think that because we are involved with technology, we are losing touch with humanity. So I particularly see it in in the millennials, and I hate to like always pity on millennials because they get a bad rap, but in real life, they don't talk. They text or Facebook or or Snapchat uh, or whatever. Yeah. So like it's becoming more and more uncommon to see people engage in regular conversation. That's why it's important to me. And even at like the event that we were at, the tech talk. So you go to an event, everybody's there for one purpose, right? To like get to know whatever is on the agenda, the topic for that event. Yeah. But you're in a room full of other human beings who you walk away from not knowing anything about. Mm. And all of us have a thing that we're trying to do in the world. The way to connect to another person and to get them interested in the things you're doing in the world is by building relationships. And we're not building relationships if we're just sitting next to each other absorbing information and never talking. Oh, wow. That's true. Yeah, that, uh, you definitely have a, a solid point, and I think a lot of people can attest to that. And I was just at dinner last night with my family, and I was just kind of uh, trying to stay mindful of uh, this upcoming interview, which is taking place right now. I was like, okay, we need to get off our phones. You know, that's 
try to put the phone in the pocket or leave it in the car for a minute to at least enjoy each other just for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. So I certainly agree. And I know you also have a passion for working with the youth and especially young girls. And you serve on the the board of directors for the YWCA in Houston and also the host committee for girls empowerment networks. We are girls Houston. So I'm I'm a past board member for YWCA. I served last year was my first year not on the board. So, but I'm still a huge supporter of that organization and, and I love the work that they do. Yeah, and I what I wanted to know is like when you're in positions like that, like how has that allowed you to foster creativity and entrepreneurship? Because they're so young, and when you are, especially in the the times that we are now with technology being a center point for attention grabbing and stuff like that. So how are you able to be in these positions and really work to create? those aspects of creativity and entrepreneurship so that they know like, Hey, you know, this is what you can focus on to really build and what it is that you love to do. Well, I, I think one of the things about working with young people is that they don't know what they don't know. They have no idea how many opportunities are available to them in the world. And so when they meet somebody who had an idea and walked into that idea, <laughs> that gives them, I think, courage to say, Whatever it is I'm thinking of, whatever I'm dreaming about, I can do that thing. And even if it feels crazy or it looks silly to somebody else, if it's the thing that's in me and it's the thing that I'm called to do, then I can do it. But I can do it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, do you ever feel like it takes a lot to kind of get their attention or like how do you grasp their attention and interest? I don't really find that it's, that it's difficult for personally to grab their attention because I just like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, light bulb went off for me. Yeah, that that's uh definitely have a point. And I know that um that's good. Good, good, good stuff. See, I'm conducting the interview, but I'm also kinda thinking <laughs> as you kinda hitting home with a lot of these major points. So I appreciate that. And uh speaking of creativity and, and entrepreneurship, when you decided that okay, you had this dream or some sort of insight to create this product, games that change. You wrote down everything. You had all the notes ready to go. What resources did you utilize or what resources did you tap into to get the idea from your head to paper and then also obviously a a tangible product? And then in addition to that, like, did you plan to have, did you have a plan in place rather after you decided, okay, I'm going to take this product from these notes and I'm going to have something that, that goes to market? Like, did you have a specific plan in place? Yeah. 
Tell you what, it, it has worked out wonderful for you. And I wanted to like, what type of resources did you tap into to get this idea converted into a tangible product? And when I'm, I'm speaking of resources, but I'm talking business oriented things that kind of helped you to develop this. So there's a, a company that I've just set an online where you can actually like design and have printed game cards. So okay. imagine you do a lot of different networking functions and workshops and things of that nature. Yes, and I'm always open to invitations. So if somebody out there that's listening in need of a, a new icebreaker or team builder or a way to connect people, I'm happy to talk to them. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you'll probably have some people reaching out because that's the biggest thing is being able to break the ice. And obviously, with I know people don't understand what I'm saying when I'm talking about the way that you broke the ice at Houston Tech Talks, but this will definitely do the trick because even I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is crazy. But it was a good crazy. So, you know, yeah, it, it, well, the thing about the questions is that they're mild-mannered, family-friendly. Nobody's going to be offended by asking them the questions. And they're not questions that you would normally ask anybody, really. They're not even questions that you ask people regularly that you see all the time. So I've had people say, well, I play with my grandmother or I play with my mom. And now I know so many more things about her. Because, you know, we spend time with one another and we, we gather necessary information. Yeah. Right? But we don't necessarily get to know each other. So that's the, the difference. Like, we can coexist in spaces with people all the time and know maybe stuff about them. Right? But do we actually take the time to examine how somebody else thinks or feels or believes or what got them? that place or it's amazing to me to watch how one question can snowball into a conversation about something that you didn't even know you were about to talk about. So sometimes asking the easy questions helps you ask harder questions later. Which kind of brings me to another thought, which is that question that you asked that day, heavy seasoning or a light seasoning, if the event producer hadn't came in and kind of cut the discussion off, I'm just kind of wondering to myself how long would those conversations have, what's the cutoff point? Because nobody, like, until he came in and said, you know, hey, all right, guys, we're moving on to such and such, people were still talking about <laughs> the type of seasoning. And then it was, it had kind of came from, it started from, you know, lighter, heavy seasoning. And then all of a sudden they're talking about why they don't like, you know, specific. so it, it, they started, the conversation started going into a different direction, right? So yes. has anybody ever finished the actual <laughs> game, you know, going through all of the cards? So I was, I was with a group of young people earlier this week, and I offered them the game without telling them that it was my game. They were sitting together in a group, and I offered it to them to play. And they actually went through all the questions. 
It's like I keep seeing. I was like, she didn't got all of this mess started, and she went and sat out in her seat. <laughs> you know, she went and sat out in her seat like nothing ever happened. You know, so that was just phenomenal. So that's, yeah, that's the thing that happens a lot. The other thing that, that normally happens is that people are laughing. I exactly. Like to see how much laughter happens as a result of people laughing. Yeah, it's the perfect game. It's the perfect game, and I, I, I definitely. There'll be an opportunity here shortly where you can make sure that people know where they can go and purchase it because I, I think it's um it's just great all around for family, companies, friends, whatever. And it's totally engaging too, which is a, a good thing. And speaking of engagement and, and, and creativity and all that good stuff, as an entrepreneur, what fuels you? Like what drives you to really want to do this and, and create these types of, of projects. And then also too, like, do you ever feel like you are bombarded with hundreds of ideas kind of coming to you all at once? You get overwhelmed. Oh, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever done the uh, Street Finders assessment. Yeah, yeah. certainly agree with you on that as well and with the way the communication is going I know that things are changing ever so rapidly how do you see communication changing within the next five years uh, as far as implementing newer technologies like virtual reality or augmented reality right so I'm fascinated by all of those things when I grew up the Jetsons was a thing 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. So on the Jetsons, they had these machines where they could see each other when they talk, and uh, they didn't have to be in the same room. important and, and from your perspective like why why do you feel like it's important for us to inter interact like with you know to have that human connection You're definitely right about that. You see it every week, especially on social media. So I definitely agree with that. An inventor, I know that you, you, I'm pretty sure you have products that you have not even brought to, you know, you, you probably haven't even announced. But what do you enjoy most about creating products that just that encourage that human interaction and, and you know, getting people together in conversation in general? What do you enjoy most about that? And then there's also a follow up question I want to add to that. Once you answer okay. that one. So I think the thing that I enjoy most is watching other people's reactions. I'm sort of a, a people watcher by nature. I really get intrigued by creating stories about people that I don't know. Uh, yeah. And so it's fun for me to like not have to create the story. So to see people interact, come alive, tell their own story. And like filling in the gaps for what I might have created in my mind. Yeah, that's some powerful stuff. Yeah, we definitely need you to give us a crash course on on how to become better communicators. I mean, I the thing is, there's so many distractions though. There's so many distractions, Tracy J. How do we work to? Um, because you know, obviously, it seems like people communicating and coming together, coming together is is the more rare of the two when it comes to technology and people actually meeting in person. You know how. It's easy to schedule Skype calls or to get on a cell phone and chat, and there's all these different chat apps. But how do we become better communicators? Like, how do we detach from the all of the technology and all of those distractions and then work to really communicate and have that one-on-one interaction? Well, it starts with being intentional. Intentional, okay. We can get, yeah, we, we can get so caught up in, in all the things that must be done. Yeah. That we that we forget that we need to, like, be with people. I work from home primarily. So it could be a whole day when I don't necessarily see other people. If I don't make a point to get out of the bubble that I live in Mm. and work in and go be where there are other people. Yeah. And so even people who work in spaces with other people, I find, like, if you work in in an office or in a, a cubicle environment, I know a lot of people who stay in their little box yeah. All day. Never come outside of the space to like say good morning or, or they might just say good morning and that be so we have to just like we have to be intentional. We have to we have to make it a priority. Because we, we do all the things we really want to do. Exactly. 
Yeah, and you know what? You just brought up an excellent point because maybe we're not tied into Instagrams and the Facebooks and trying to keep up with the trending topics and hashtags on Twitter, but maybe we're more introverted. Or for those individuals that are a little bit less outgoing, what would you recommend for those individuals when it comes to interacting with people? How do we get out of the box into the interaction with with other people? So one of the things that I encourage for either introverted or socially awkward is that they just start with high. Sometimes that's really all it takes, because it's, especially if you encounter somebody else who is a talker. Yeah. Then you don't really have to do that much talking. <laughs> right? There we go. Okay. I like that. <laughs> so if you, if you just start with hello, that's that easy. Yeah. Most of us can do that pretty easy, right? Or even if you can't say hello. Some, some of us just can't even do that. Like if we just wave at people or smile at people. Yeah. I, uh, I walked in the park most morning. Or as many mornings as I can get myself together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you see the same people because you know there's other people who have the same. Yeah. And so for a lot of mornings, I would pass the same people and nobody would say anything to each other. Everybody focused on their walk or their run or whatever they're out there in the park doing. But then somebody will take the initiative and say, "Hey, I see you every morning. Hi, my name is yeah. whatever." Right. And so now I have friends in the park. Right, there you go. Okay. Because somebody could be an issue, and it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be you, but it could be you. Yeah. Right? And sometimes you don't know that you've made that person's day by speaking because they've gone the whole day without somebody saying, Oh, wow. Yeah. Not even so much as hello. And so, what if you just keep in mind that maybe you're the first hello that somebody else has gotten today? Mm, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Perfect way to look at it. Well, I tell you what, I knew once I had somebody with a strong background in communication, I knew that you would be able to come in and clean that up for us. And we, we appreciate you. And before we close out, Tracy J, I want to ask, I know you've given us a lot of good information, a lot of good stuff that we can work with and, and digest here, but leave us with some last thoughts, words of encouragement, and then also let us know what we can find more information about Games That Change. I'm glad you asked. And Tracy J. Online, include website and social media handles for us, please. All righty. So one of my most favorite expressions is a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. Oh, wow. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know who said it, but I say it often now. And so there's enough fire to go around. There's enough light to go around. And so anytime you enter darkness and you are light, the darkness can't can't be. So be light. Be like. That's my curse. And where can you find me? You can find an all things social at Tracy J. Um, Tracy J. The I J A E. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Okay. That's how you can find me. And then the game is I'm glad you asked. And on social, it's glad you asked game. Glad Y O U asked game. So you can find it on gladyouastgame.com or on. Perfect, perfect. Sounds good, Tracy. And also, where can we purchase the game? For those of us that are interested in purchasing the game, where can we pick up the decks? The deck is available on my website, which is graduatesgame.com. I'm right now in the process of a redesign and a pre-launch for the new design. So uh, you can pre-order the new design, or if you want the original version, then you can just reach out to me directly. 
perfect sounds good tracy j and we will also include for those of you who are listening today we'll include that information in the show notes once in the podcast for you guys to go and get information on tracy j and i'm glad you asked and we want to thank you again tracy j for being a great guest and all the information and resources you've provided for us here this day and uh look forward to having you back so take care and, and uh good luck with the game and everything that you have and i'm glad you asked <laughs> thank you so much this was great thank you absolutely tracy thank you take care Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.